For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. All right, man. Welcome back to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Y'all know who it is. It's your main man, Ken Clark. We got the whole gang in this thing today, man. It's, it, and we just beat down Southern. So we had to call the whole crew in, man. You know, D Corsi said he's going to let us rock out tonight. So we got Mike B in the building. We got the big Aristotle. And of course, we got Zoe DeLorean. What's going on, fellas? What's happening? What's good, Ken? What's good, Zoe? What's good, Mike B? What's good? What's good, JSU Tiger fans? Superman KC, what's good? What's what up, up fellas? What up, G? I love family. Man, it was, uh, it was a good weekend, y'all. <laughs> I was hey. just saying, what's y'all doing? Really cool. hey, you know, it was a, a great, great outcome. I think, um, you know, we, anytime we beat Southern at anything, it's a great, it's a great day to be a JSU Tiger anyway, but a uh, heck of a turnout, man. 35 to nothing. We can't, we, you know, we dominated them. They came in, we shut them out. I mean, I'm, I'm satisfied, you know. We'll go around and let everybody kind of open up and give you a thought, your quick thoughts on on uh, the game this past weekend. All right. Uh, hey, I wanted to see uh, complete dominance from beginning to end. We got off to a little bit of a shaky start. Uh, didn't really do much in the first quarter. Uh, no points scored. Uh, we had some, um, you know, some uh, turnovers on downs there, but Eventually, we got it together, and uh, we went on a nice little score run in the second quarter, uh, demoralized them, and kept them off the board. So that's always great. Um, usually, when we play Southern, if if, if, we're, if we're really good and Southern is just okay or below average, it tends to be a good mm-hmm. game. And then when we're just okay or below average and Southern's really good, they beat us convincingly. So I was glad to see us beat, us, beat them convincingly this week. So that's what um, – that I took the most enjoyment in that. And I like that. Mm, good, no good points, man. Well, Mike, Mike already kind of knows what I feel, man. The air smell a little bit better and fresher. Got a little bit of pep in your step. You know, uh, the, the the that that powder blue smell like boo boo now. You know, hey, it, it's it's all good. It's all gravy, baby, as we say. But um, to echo what Mike said, great game overall. Mike kind of knows because I call him all the time and tell him. I wish we would just take what the defense gives us. And I was so mm-hmm. happy to see Shadour break them big runs because those runs have been open the last two or three games. And mm-hmm. um, on them, them QB runs, and he finally took advantage of them, took them to the house. So I was real ecstatic to see him take advantage of that. And honestly, I believe him doing that opens a brand new element into the offensive philosophy toward play calling and how defenses are going to play us going forward. Because now right. he's a threat now, and and teams got to address and acknowledge that, and so I think that's going to change the way teams are going to actually play us going forward. But solid defensive effort, you know, the dark side showed why they the dark side. Um, offense put up points when they needed to put up points, and and God dog man, the crowd. I mean, the crowd was a, I mean just incredible for people to come out under the threat of a thunderstorm and still be in yep. the stands like that, man. Shout out to all the fans that contributed. 
Shout out to the administration putting on a great show. Shout out to College Game Day for being there and being present um, and creating a wonderful game day environment. This is one for the ages, y'all. This is one for the history books. Absolutely. Yeah. I was uh I was thrilled with the outcome of the game. I was thrilled with the presentation. And yeah, this was by far the most dominating performance our defense has put up this year. Uh dominating so strong. In fact, I would pretty much like to say that the dark side was so strong, there are no more Jedi left in the universe. <laughs> like, that's, how, <laughs> that's how dominant the defense was. Um I mean, knowing that we haven't had a 200-yard passer and we finally faced a team that was putting up good points and we didn't even allow a, this quarterback to have 100 yards passing, nor 100 yards rushing. He's the team leading rusher. He's their biggest threat. We just we cut his legs off. And so dominating performance, uh, 35 to nothing victory, when honestly, if you guys really look at it, and it's not hyperbole when I say this, we easily could have – we could have doubled that output. We really could have mm-hmm. probably won oh, the game yeah, to nothing. So, absolutely. and we, and again, it's the same old, same old. We we kind of get a little miffed at the uh, the performance because we see where we missed some opportunities. But even with those missed opportunities, we win a game against our rival, thirty-five to nothing. So, definitely please and on to the next one. Yeah, man. I mean, you guys brought up a, a lot of great points, man. I think um, it speaks to a lot. But I, I would jump right into the the meat and potatoes of the game because I thought Shaq made a really good point in the, in the, <laughs> along the, the lines of uh, Shador and his running ability. Um, 42-yarder, career-long touchdown, and he had a career-long two rushing touchdowns. So kind of want to expand a little bit more on this particular element from an offensive standpoint. We know he's chasing the Heisman. I mean, we, 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 we all pegged him to possibly hit that 4,000 passing yards, possibly – 40 passing touchdowns, but now you start to see Shador, the runner. That's something that, mm-hmm. you know, Coach Brown said in the press conference. He said, hey, he can run, but that's not what we want him to do. But now, you know, you got to see, hey, he can run that thing too. So uh, let's talk a little bit about that and uh, kind of get your take on it. I know Shaq gave his point. Mike B and Zoe, if you want to add a little bit to that. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I was really glad to see him get that on tape. Uh, I think uh, defense coordinators, our post-defense coordinators, uh, they need to uh, fear him as, as a runner. If, if, if they fear him as a runner, then uh, that opens up a lot of other things for the offense because at first teams didn't really have a – really, didn't really see him as a threat. But once you put that on tape, now teams got to respect it. So you'll see other things open up for him offensively uh, as we move forward through the season. Uh, so good to see him do that and good to see him show his speed because he's not particularly known for his speed. It's real deceptive. But, you know, Shadur, yeah. he, he's got some wheels on him. You know, he's not his dad. Mm-hmm. You know he's got some wheels on. He he can get he can get from point A to point B, you know, pretty effectively. So um, I think he needs to remind teams about that and that he's more than just an arm. Yeah, it might be. I, I agree. I'm actually glad that he ran. I, I said this a few weeks ago, but even more so now because the para- the past two games, <clears throat> we both teams have pretty much stayed in cloud coverage and they're shuffling between going with a you know, dropping seven and eight, and they're just mixing that up. They're staying with a four-man front, and they're dropping everything else. Uh, and they're pretty much saying, we're not going to let Shadur beat us. So that's why you see the decrease in his productivity, because they're pretty much just going uh, and trying to t- their best to take the pass away. And that's why we're having the success with the run. But I, I feel that if Shadur was willing to run more frequently, pick up those five to six yards and get down, as well as adding on to what Sivion could do, I think it really changes – 
you know, uh, what we do. And that makes our offense even more dynamic because, as we all know, the best way to get somebody out of a zone is to run them out of it. And so when we can have that great success with high-yielding rushing yards, uh, it's going to open up those passing lane again so we can get more man-to-man coverage because everyone fears what we can do with the weapons that we have. So that's why it was good to see him run the way he was doing yep. it. Agreed. Agreed. Those, those running lanes have been open for about the past two or three games. I know, I know Shadour is sometimes reluctant to take them, uh, mainly because, you know, in the SWAC, running quarterbacks, they don't last long. Uh, we That's said right. that at the beginning. We said that one of the first shows that we did. So I get it. I get the hesitancy. But if they're giving you a wide open lane, take the four or five yards, get out, take the slide, um, and, and go on with another short yardage play to go ahead and just dink and dunk them to death. And so finally, Shadour did it, and um, and I think that caught Southern off guard. You could tell after that run, it almost like deflated the entire team, and it was like they were shell shocking. It was like, you know what? What are we gonna do now? It was like they had to throw the whole game plan out the out the out right. the back door. Right. Right. Prepare for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know, there was one element that they didn't see coming. Prepare for yeah. yeah, yeah. I think um, so. It brings it brings me to this point here. So when you think about it. We talked about the last couple of games that he um, he did it. I'll, I'll take it one game back further, the Alabama State game. So y'all remember, uh, Alabama State drove down with the help of some penalties. They 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 closed the gap, and I think they made the score seventeen to twelve. And we really, I mean, being in that stadium, um, sitting in there, seeing that momentum swing in Montgomery, we had to put points on the board. Shador, if y'all remember, hey. He wasn't trying to force that thing anymore. He started running. Just to your point, Zach, he took what the defense gave him, and he got a, he got two critical, critical first downs that that led to us getting points that drive. You know, where he eventually uh, threw the touchdown pass. But uh, that was uh, that was pretty uh, pretty good stuff. But I want to talk about this real quick because uh, it speaks to our, our offense. This particular offense, Coach Prime, you could tell that he really wanted to get the offense off to a, a quick start because he did something that was very. Uh, very gutsy. We made two gutsy calls in the first quarter. We're talking about from the 27, our own 27, Coach Brian went for it on fourth down. And then, and I'll, I'll set it up so y'all can, y'all can jump into it. First one, we don't get, you know, and it led to a blocked field goal. Shout out to Jeremiah Brown for the blocked field goal. The second one, I think we, you know, from uh, from Southern's, uh, I want to say from Southern's 23, we went forward and we failed on that. And it led to another field goal, but this time, Southern Miss. Now, in contrast, against Campbell, Coach Prime took the points. What do y'all think this says a lot? And I know he touched a little bit on it in the press conference, but just kind of speak to your thoughts on why you think Coach Prime decided to go ahead and go for it in, in this particular game. Full confidence in the D. He had full confidence yeah. in the defense. Yep. Full yeah. confidence. I think I think that what they saw on film was <clears throat> an offense that is one-dimensional. Uh, and yep. that a, a, a quarterback who um, whose only threat was the over-the-top fade ball um, on the outside. And I think he trusted the corners to basically man that up. Um, and he played the run. And, and it actually worked perfectly. It worked, it worked perfectly <laughs> almost both times. So I can't get mad at that. I mean, he just basically said, you know what, Southern, beat me. And I don't think you can. I, I think I like the main it. thing was. I think the main thing over everything was that Affleck done rubbed off on Coach Prime. He just knew he had some insurance back there. And that's, that's that defense. 
So yeah, I mean, I like he knew that. Hey, at the end of the day, the insurance, the defense got me covered. I'm gonna take this open and drive on my own 27. We're gonna go for it. And 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 guess what? The fact is, the moment the defense gets on the field, they proved them right because they stopped them and then blocked the blocked the field goal. Yep. And so, and coincidentally, you know, we actually get the ball, drive down, get to the red zone, and we stall out because, you know, we have a drop on third down, and then we have to get the penalty to take us out of field goal range. So, yeah. Um, and, and again, some people may question the slow start, but we got to execute. And, and that people don't want to see that, but had we executed, we would have got a 7 0 very, very early. Yep. And, and right now, we're only giving them 8.9 points per game, you guys. So now you're talking about, hey, if we just get 10 points, it's over for everybody. Right, right. Yeah, I, I think Coach Prime looked at the film, and he said, you know what, um, I can beat these guys. And, and I went when he saw um, on that first fourth down, the first time we turned over downs on on, um, on, on our side of the field, um, I know he looked at the tape. He, he, he saw uh, Bashan McCray. And Bashan McCray, you know, I've been watching him for a while. He's a local kid here in Orlando. And uh, actually, his mom and my wife are pretty good friends. So I've been watching him play for oh, a minute. I saw what he went behind. And uh, I think Coach Prime looked and he said, you know, he's got some wheels on him, but he's not going to beat us with his arm. No, he's not. And, he's, and he is not, you know, his O-line is not better than our D-line. And if he tries to run, Aubrey Miller going to kill him. So <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I knew exactly what it was when I saw us go for it there. And, and, and we didn't convert. I was like, oh, that's cool. The most they have is a field goal. They ain't even get that. So, man. Hey, man. Hey, look, I tell you what, man, I, I loved it. I was <laughs> like, wow, he's going for it. I was like, oh, he, he, this is, this is Southern Jackson State at his best right here, straight yeah. out the gate. It's like, I, I love it, though. Anytime, uh, yes. like I said, but to those points, Play the we, win. We, we, um, uh, that last fourth down, I, 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 you know, if, if we convert that, that if, if Dallas Daniels makes that catch, we, we have a completely different conversation. But I, I like the you know the trust he mentioned in the, in the press conference that he talks to Dennis, uh, Coach Dennis Thurman, and um, you know he based off what they say, he trusts his coach, and, you know trusts the defense, and it, and it, and it, and it uh, bode well for us. All right, next next player we'll jump into man, uh, Mr. Savion Wilson, man. You know he got a lot of many a lot of nicknames, you know, but he I just we'll, we'll, we'll use Mr. Consistency. I felt like yeah. Savion was going to be the uh, yeah. single most important because we did know that there was some elements that was going to be factored in, as we saw, you know, with those of us that had a chance to get to the game. You know, eventually the rain delay eventually caught up with us, but uh, it was supposed to rain the entire game. So we knew that running was going to be yeah. very important. Savion Wilson, 21 carries, 96 yards, one catch, one tug, two touchdowns total, rushing touchdown, a catching touchdown. Man, let's talk about it. Uh, Mr. Versatility, you know, I, I prefer Baby Bus, you know, uh, number 36. I prefer Baby Bus. Uh, I, heard, I heard 3-6 Mike, and it's kind of cool, too. But uh, he, he did exactly what I wanted him to do. I feel like this is one of those games where I wanted to see him get at least 25 carries. I wanted to see us run for at least 150 yards rushing. That, that's what I wanted to see. Um, and, and we did that in total. Uh, Save Young had, had a bulk of that. Uh, so he had a, a really good game. But most importantly, I wanted to see – just our running game imposes will on this defense because uh, people talk about Southern's defense line and how great they are. I, I knew they would. I knew they would stack up. So I just wanted to see our uh, offense line impose their will um, on this team. You know, when when you are um, when when you pass blocking, pass protecting, 
you're kind of reacting to the defensive line. So I wanted us to get out there early and run the ball a lot so that we can, you know, put our bodies on them and, to, and push them where mm-hmm. we want them to go and demoralize them early in the game. And so the CCF Young Wickers have that kind of a game. Uh, that, that gives you more uh, trust and more um, faith in, in, in Bartoloni and, and, and him and being him, him being the play, play caller and offensive coordinator. And so uh, Wilkinson, uh, hits off to him, man. He had he had a great game. Yeah, man, I, 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 go ahead, Jack. No, I was I was gonna say so. For some odd reason, I cannot get the nickname that you gave him out of my mind. No, we not doing that. That's just a little sweetness, man. Oh, I can't get it out of my mind. We're not doing that. Oh man! All right, all right. I'm done. I'm done. But go ahead, Zo. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, honestly, guys. Looking at where we are in the season, you know, Sevion has been the unheralded hero on this team outside of two. But the beautiful thing about Sevion and what he does for this offense, and I really thought about it, you guys, we run a physical air raid offense. And it's, that's an oxymoronic statement because when you think of uh, an air raid team or air raid concept, you think of finesse. We're a very physical team. <clears throat> And that's what Sebion gives us. We're an air raid offense that has physicality to it. That's a dangerous combo. And so what he presents and what he gives us is the ability that knowing that he can run the way that he does, he's still on pace to get a thousand yards in a pass first offense, just marinate on that. Also what he does because of what people want to do in regards to taking away things from us, when he has the ability to have the success that he has, it really makes our offense multiple and, and prime actually touched on it because, Hey, if you want to take away two, we can run. Savion can run around you, run through you, and he can catch out the backfield. He, he's a utility knife. He's a Swiss army knife. So again, it's almost like we wake up. It's like we're in retirement. What do we want to do today? And that's how our offense is going to approach the game. You want to do this? Okay. We can do this and win. You want to take this away? We can do this and win. And that's what Savion gives us the ability to do because think about it. We scored great points last year on offense, but when things got tough, we weren't great running the ball. You don't even see that now. We get what we want on offense. We're not one of the we're not the, we're not the top three in regards to rushing offense because of the way that we pass the ball. But yet we're still getting about what four hundred and fifty some yards per game. We're averaging forty one points per game, and you got a guy right here. He's Savion is splitting carries and he's averaging right at eighty nine yards a game. And like I stated, he's still on track to get a thousand yards. So he's meant the world. He's been the equalizer and the tone setter with regards to running the ball. And he's been the thing, the tangible change that we needed. Mr. I mean, Mr. Reliable and Mr. Cool. Consistent. Absolutely, man. I think it's very cool that he had 800 yards, average about three, three, 3.8 or nine yards last season. And now he's on track with three games to go in the season. Uh, obviously the clear, the clear starter, um, has a chance to eclipse what he did last season at Delaware State. And now he, like you said, has a great opportunity going into the SWAC Championship Celebration Bowl, which we fully expect to be in, in those games. Um, they got to handle their business first, but um, we definitely expect him to eclipse the 1,000 yard. And it's been a long time that we've actually had a 1,000 yard rusher at Jack State. So, yes, sir. Uh, yeah. But since you finished that up, I'm going to go straight back to you, man, on this one. Uh, we had a Got a gentleman that played right in your backyard, man, by the name of Travis Hunter. You know, uh, we can we say Travis 
can we say, can we say, let me say, can we say Hunter Island? I think yep. Travis Hunter's second chance, getting the chance to play in front of the Jackson State crowd at the best second home game. Um, from what, from all estimation, basically shut down one side of the field and basically created whoever was on that side was obsolete. You know, uh, yep. let's talk about Travis Hunter, man, and the, and the impact that he had on this game. Well, I tell you what, man, he has a great impact the moment he steps on the field and actually from two sides of the ball. Uh, here's a little nugget when you think about Travis Hunter. The leading receiver in this conference is uh, Xavier Smith from FAMU. All right. And behind him is Dallas Daniels. So when you factor in all the receivers is in his conference, those are your top two. And there's a significant drop off after those two guys. Right. So now you're talking about Travis Hunter having the ability to step on the field and take away every other team's best player. And that best player, I believe, probably has about 30 catches on the season. You're taking that away and you're taking away someone's best option. And yet you still don't. It's not like you got chopped liver on the other side with a little nugget island and you can't get an island smaller than nugget island. You know, nugget actually just coming back and nugget led to the tip ball to get an interception for Shiloh. So yeah, we're good did. on the outside. So, so, you know, we're good on the outside, but Travis has the ability, just like Prime, to take away half the field. And you're talking about taking the, the ability to take half of the field away with the pressure that we got with, you know, with our D-line and, and with our front seven, I should say. So it makes us immensely difficult. And, again, we don't have to get a bunch of sacks. We can actually generate pressure because once you start to get hit, you start to see those ghosts and, again, it's like playing in the neighborhood. You know, you count five Mississippi. Well, you get hit a couple of times. Don't five going to go to two Mississippi. You try to get rid of the ball, which is what we saw Saturday. So all that works, man. We're good on the back end and front end. But Travis really cuts off one half of the field. Man, he has the he has the instincts. He has the great – he has great hips, great range. And, 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 I'll, and I'll cut this short. But he has great ball skills. So he's a threat. And he wasn't really challenged, just like Prime was. And, um and he, the one time he was challenged, the quarterback rushed the ball and the receiver, the ball went right through his hand. So that's a byproduct of, again, having great pressure and great coverage on the back end. No, I, I agree. The guy's just, um, he's solid all the way around, man. Incredible speed, recovery speed, ball skills. Um, I mean, one of the, the impressive calls that he had in this game, one of the impressive plays, is when he left his man to go and dive for an interception. Yes. Um, that yep. um you know, it was about a couple of maybe like a foot away but still just to have the ability <laughs> and the and the wherewithal to to shift and pivot like that yeah, and, it goes, and, and yeah it's uncanny yeah. man to get the ball skills like that i mean that's just great skills and, and you can see that Bashan mccray was just frustrated because the his go-to receiver was pretty much just clamped oh, yeah uh, i mean it was just completely clamped and you know what you mentioned something uh something great in your assessment so when you was like Sometimes it's not about getting the sack. Sometimes it's just a rush. And you're right because it speeds up your mind. It speeds up. So yeah. you're thinking you got like three or four seconds in, and your mind telling you you only got two seconds. Mm -hmm. And so you're trying to rush and you're trying to get the ball off. And that's what Bashan was trying to do. He was just trying to rush before that, before the, the pass rush got there. And he was rushing his reads. Um, he, he wasn't looking at all of his reads completely. I mean, he was just flabbergasted and, and confused back there. Well, I'll say this about number 12, um, going back to the Orange Blossom Classic, uh, that, that, that first offensive possession for FAMU, 12 walks on the field, 
I'm looking at him the whole time. I'm locked in. Wow. Uh, their first possession uh, on the third on the third down play, they um, they 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 went Hunter's way. A uh, little comeback route. Travis breaks it up. It's negated by an offsides penalty. But when I saw that play right there, I said, "We got us one." Yeah. And they yep. they didn't even, they didn't go back to him at all that game. And then the <laughs> post game presser, post game presser, Dion said, "Well, he's about sixty percent." And this this number a sixty percent player. You know, locking down who's arguably the, the best receiver in the sweat. That's all I need to know right there. I, I yeah. he was out game. He was out week two, three, four, five. Didn't matter. I already knew he was the best. So you know, fast forward to now, you see how he takes away that whole field, the whole side of the field. He just takes it away, just like somebody else I know. So yeah. they tell me everything I need to know yeah. about uh, Travis. And you well, know, I mean, if if you are if you are safety playing on his side, you guys to love it, man. You guys still Absolutely. love being a safety on his side. You know what I actually am excited about, y'all, is seeing Shiloh play more with Travis Hunter. Yeah. Because people, I know, see, listen, I know people like to just say daddy ball when it comes to Shador, and they like to diminish Shiloh. Shiloh is, has been great. Herman Smith has been, Herman Smith has been outstanding this year, with all due respect. Yeah. Now, but Shiloh adds that extra element because Shiloh is a re- you got to respect his ability to hit. He's their headache game CEO, right? But he also <laughs> got his first interception. And I know I, I, I don't want to, you know, we can jump right into that. But a lot of that speaks to what you're talking about. You know, we talked about Nugget making a play. But Shiloh, his instincts to the ball, you know, having that, you know, that, yeah. that Hall of Fame DNA, you know. And um, mm-hmm. I just like the fact that you now have multiple. Cam, we saw Cam hands get better as the season went on his freshman year. And uh, so when you show up that back end with a Travis and a Nugget, now we're starting to really see that that DB core come together like what we envisioned. And it's just only, yeah. what we say, it's scary hours for the rest of the conference, man, as we go into the final yeah. um, home run stretch of the season. But let's, ju- let's jump into the, the, de- the depths of the defense. I'm going to call out a few stats. I want y'all to kind of speak to this. We limited Southern to 10 first downs this entire game, just 10. And we gave up to a total of 227 total yards. And we stopped them. Um, uh, they was only three for 18 on third down. Now, the defense, check this out. The defense has held its opponent under 250 yards for the eighth straight game this season and has limited five opponents to only one score or less. That's now, crazy. I'm going to throw this last little stat in there, then I'll let y'all, jump, let y'all rock out. When we went into this game, we were the third best scoring defense in the nation behind Illinois. And Georgia, because of the shutout, we're now tied for first. Now, I don't know what they did. Actually, we are first now because, like Zoe said earlier, we're now sitting at 8.9 yards, not yards, 8.9 points per points game. Per up. So let's speak on this defense and, and give, you th- give you thoughts on uh, how we performed it and, and your thoughts on the overall uh, for the season, for these first eight games. I'm going to be like Prime, and I'm going to be like, I still ain't satisfied. It's incredible numbers. But the first thing that jumps out to me is them bogus 17 points that we gave up to Grambling. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's the first thing that pops in my mind. You know, them bogus 17 points that yeah. we gave up to Grambling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know you and Ken, y'all, y'all hate those garbage shutdowns. Yeah, I hate them, man. I hate that garbage mess, man. I, I hate the garbage, the garbage 17 points we gave up. I didn't want that, that touchdown against the Thune Cookman. I, I, I didn't want that yep. one. 
Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 That last one against Campbell. Yep. That last yeah. one against Campbell is oh. on there too. Yeah. Well, well, he, here, here's yeah, some that one here's is. some irony for you guys. The irony is even with all those late touchdowns and, and the 17 points for Gremlin, you factor that in and you're still only giving up eight points per game. Think about that. Now, I'm, I'm gonna say this again about that Gremlin score. I'm gonna say it again. Seven of those points was a four was a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Yeah, I know they counted against the defense, but I still say. We've only given up 64 points on defense. So you do the math on that. But I'll I'll let them I'll let them have it and say 71. Go ahead. Well, uh, let me let me let me add this too, because you know, we go back and we and we rewind back to the beginning of this season when you factor in as great as the defense was last year and how we lost some players and we lost Antoine Odom and we lost James Houston. People didn't think that we could bounce back and have a better defense. And we stated this defense this year could be better than last year's. Well, I'm, I'm going to take it a step further. And, Ken, you know, we, we mentioned this before. This is hands down the greatest defense in Jackson State football history. And the reason why I say mm-hmm. that, I know generally people will say, well, you can't compare errors. But here is one feather that's in this defense's hat that no other defense can have. Outside of us having the greatest scoring record, the thing people have to realize is, is that the change in the game right now, the game is totally offensive friendly. Right. Everything is catered yeah. Everything is catered to offices and it's easier to score. So the fact that it's even easier to score and yet we have a defense that's only giving up eight points per game and we've given up a we've had a 24 point game and we've had a a, a 15 point game against uh, Campbell, a 14 point game against Campbell. Uh, and even with those scores, we still lead the country in points per game. And this is by far and away the greatest point per game defense that we've ever had add to the fact that we leave the nation in sacks for the second year in a row we're in the top 10 with tackles for losses uh our plus minus is ridiculous when you talk about that uh we've had eight straight games where we haven't had a single quarterback to throw for 200 yards in seven of those eight games we knocked the starting quarterback out and had to face the backup i mean i could go on and on and on no other jsu defenses had what this defense has so and we're not even done with the season. So we can even add more superlatives later on in the year. But, yeah, as it stands right now in week nine, this is the greatest defense in Jackson State history. Hey, you forgot one point, though. We didn't. We still are not complete full strength yet. No, nope, facts. That's a great point. Facts. That's, still not full strength yet. Too. Speaks to the depth. It speaks to um, – I got to say this, man. I I, I – I, because I, 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 I'm going to tell myself a little bit. I, I caught uh, a cramp uh, after the game, right? How many times have you seen our players cramping up and, and, Not a and lot. falling over the way? You haven't Not seen that this season. And what that speaks to, shout out to Coach Mo Sims, man. Conditioning. conditioning coach, man. That team has been hey, – we're, we're witnessing a defense that looks like they get a second win and they get stronger as the game goes on. That speaks to not only that we've yeah. seen depth, we've seen um, different players every week show up. So it speaks to the caliber of talent that you see on the roster as well as the coaches utilizing them and this next man up. Whoever has a great week is the one that goes out and play, and it's, it's pretty impressive when you see it come together. So um, I, I and look, we play Southern man. You know how good it feels to see Southern have zero, like Richard say, zip. <laughs> so I say this. I say all them folks come from Baton Rouge. They got up that morning, Mike B. Uh, Shaq is though. 
They gas their vehicles up, and they got <laughs> on the highway. They drove all the way up to Jackson just to see their teams go zip. And I love it. So shout out to the defense. The they, get the, they, get, they get the Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club game ball, man. The defense. Yeah, yes, yeah. sir. Shout out Southern. I love it, man. All right, so let's jump into it, man. We we can't we can't we can't talk about Southern if we don't talk about that bulletin that we saw surfacing and circulating around the web, man. It was a little video, a little uh, little something-something done by some of the Southern players. Southern's been having a very Southern-like year, man. You know, <laughs> fight against Prairie View. You got, you got <laughs> players in the locker room saying, you know, uh, explicit and, and disrespecting two and disrespecting Coach Prime and so forth and so on, man. Y'all know what I'm talking about, but there was some bulletin board. That's what made the 35 to zero feel even greater, man. But I want to get y'all thoughts on it. Anybody can start it up. Well, well, I'll say this. They they mouth wrote a check. You know the rest of it, right? Yeah. Or might be you tell the truth is. Aubrey Miller himself took his belt off and 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 just gave it to him. Yep. No. Yep. I, I tell yep. you what, the, and I gotta, look, and I got to shout out Dre on Twitter because he actually made a good point. And you know, when when it came out, you know, there's no outrage with it. And 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 Dre made a point. He was like, you know, everybody pretty much in the swag, they're more outraged about what Coach Prime was joking with about Rob J than they are about these boys threatening to rob and do something to two. You know what I'm saying? It says a lot. But uh, again, the fact, and you know, just actually, actually, I tell you what else, too. This is prime reason why they lost. You're putting your energy about harming a player or doing something. You're in a locker room, and this is what you're putting out here in the universe, as opposed to focusing on being one, you know, one mind, one heartbeat and trying to get a dub against Jackson State. So again, you know, we didn't do that. Our energy and our focus was on the task at hand. And one thing Coach Prime uh, prides himself on, we're going to have fun. We're going to light it up, and people are going to see what we do on social media at practice. But when it's time to get serious and buckle down on football, that's what we do. We don't uh, we don't demean our competition. And like Coach Prime say, we don't uh, talk with our mouths or demean the competition. We let our play do the talking, and the scoreboard is going to do the talking for us. And Coincidentally, Southern scoreboard can say nothing because zero don't talk. Zero quiet, zero quiet as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but hey, it, it, it I thought you were talking about the artist. I thought you were talking about the hip hop artist zero when you said that. But go ahead, man. Keep oh. going. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real, no, when he but, said that, my uh, mind we said zero don't talk. I was like, come on, never mind. The rap, I had a blind yeah. moment. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to H Town. We'll see y'all soon. Uh, <laughs> Coming um, to a town near you, by the way. Go ahead. <laughs> but it, it goes back to uh, the paradigm shift you all talked about and Coach Prime getting these guys to think like professionals. You know, because some of these guys, some of the individuals we saw um, in that video, I'm not going to name names. They, they know who they are. But some of those guys are NFL prospects, legitimate NFL prospects. And you don't want to put that out there for the <laughs> Uh, because exactly. now they're gonna they're gonna look at the table against JSU and say you did absolutely nothing, you know th- this is uh, against LSU you did absolutely nothing, so now you don't even have the, the character component to go in your favor. You already lost the competition component. Now you don't even have a character component. 
So these guys are not oh, thinking about true. the bag and, and, and the potential this and the potential opportunities that are in front of them. So that's what Coach Prime was talking about when he said, I got to get these guys thinking like pros and carrying themselves like professionals. They 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 don't even um see the 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 um you know the, the peril in that. It's like it's on TikTok. I'm like Cat Williams, don't you know I can see you? <laughs> why would you why would you make a video like that? Yeah, you know, but you uh, you right, Mike might be because you gotta ask yourself what what made them think putting that out there in that type of context would be beneficial for them. Like I'm 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 confused. And it, and if I'm dueling, if yeah. I'm dueling, and I exactly. and I catch wind to that video, they ain't playing that game. They ain't playing. Do we? Do we? Do we? So do are we? Are we? Let me let me play. Let me let me let me throw this in there real quick. Are we gonna? We know that coaches aren't with their players twenty four seven, and they Correct. can't. We you know, um, but this is too. How do you, how do you? Let's just be real about this. You're talking about this is Dooley's first year. Now, a lot of these, these are some players that he did not recruit, you know, uh, even th- despite how good they were. So uh, from a character standpoint, you're looking at some, something that he basically inherited. And mm-hmm. a lot of times when, we, when we're young, we do stupid stuff that we wish we hadn't done. So I'm not going to pretend that I wasn't youthful, but we're in an Internet age. And, you know, we've had coaches out there that have always said, you got to make sure you be careful before you hit sin. And when you look at something like that, followed up just recently by a big brawl that we felt like was the brawl got less press because it's two stories in this. The brawl got less press than Coach Prime walking around the other side and the infamous he ain't swack quote. That was yep. the thing that kind of grew legs. Yep. That was the same, 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 that week. same Same day. So at the same time, you're looking at Coach Prime is like, People always want to talk about everybody else being tough, but he he felt some type of way about people not talking about Jackson State when we're talking about the toughness. Like at some point, y'all gonna to have to start saying Jackson State is tough. This old line is tough. This D line is tough. It speaks a little bit more to what if that was a Jackson State player? Two things we do know that would have transpired had that been a player in the Jackson State uniform. Number one, it would have broke the internet and they would have pushed it to the worst end. And number two, he would no longer be a JSU Titan. That's, that's what that that we right. do. That's all because that's the character that we know. For us, those of us that have been mm-hmm. around this long long enough to know and see how Coach Pryor operates, that's not coming out of his um uh locker room like that. And if it does, he's gonna put an end to it pretty quickly. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I think I think what we see happen afterwards. Is going to speak a lot about the leadership that goes on at that program. So well, I'm just, I, I, that's just my take on it. Um, it is what it is, but that's my thoughts on that. I, stupid. I, I agree. I don't I don't say away, but that was bad. That was very I, bad, I, by the way. I was going to say that I beg to differ because, like you stated earlier, the day that we had an issue with Prime at Alabama State, the whole walk around the field incident, they had a brawl that game. So any coach worth his salt is going to address his team and handle his team, know that we're not going to have that going forward. Because guess what? In the same game that Prime had the incident with the players walking around the field pregame, what did Prime come out on the field and do for before the kickoff? He called the team in a huddle and said, no talking, no disrespect. We're going to sit here and play what? We're going to talk with our pads. 
we're not going to do anything. That was a coachable moment. He reined it in. So how can you so how can you go from that to if we have the issue again, this is the same team because you're a reflection of the coach is a coachable moment. And guess what? You still have this video get out. Also, that's the first point. Second point I want to make is the irony of a particular player doing what he's doing. But yet and still, this same player is always hurt. And coincidentally, he was hurt in this game, too. The irony, though. The irony is you want to cause harm to somebody, but yet you're always injured and can't complete a game, and yet you got hurt in the same GSU game and didn't finish that game either. The irony. Well, I'll say so, this, too, though. I like that Coach Prime did kind of prepare the players. And we'll say we'll move on from this, but I love that he took, you know, his, his mantra is smart, tough, fast, and disciplined with character. With character. This time we said smart, <laughs> disciplined. If any of y'all, do y'all remember that last piece? What character? Now he said, now it was it was more of um yeah, three words this word. week. It was three words, but it was more of not basically baiting into I gotta go back into it and, and I forget mm-hmm. the word, but the word was basically saying we're not gonna get baited into foolishness because he already saw the video he knew what was coming and uh there's footage out there of players trying to snatch coach uh you know not coach Brian, but Shador's chain so but yeah yeah Trey Lang was cheap shot in all game and we hey it is what it is it's football it's a nasty rival um I you know I understood why Tyler's right now I know we weren't watching it we were like what happened but we understand now why Tyler Brown kind of but I, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I, I saw, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't mad at that penalty when, when he took the penalty. I, I wasn't mad at that. That's what you no, do for your quarterback. But I, I, right I, but I tell you what, though, man, we have a coach, and it's not a thing where hey, we're behind the scenes and we see it. everything that we do is on front street. So again, your team is a mirror of the coach, right? So uh, you see what Jackson State is and what Jackson State about. And I'm look, I'm sorry, but our coach is about, you know, doing things the right way and elevating our kids and our program to do things the right way. We're not sitting here worried about which ascot we're gonna wear and how we're gonna match our loafers with our suits. And that, I think that's the and main we issue. Go, we're gonna move yeah. into the next yeah. thing. Yeah. So we we go we go switch it to a more positive note, you know. We go we go we go we're gonna segue out the ascot and move into uh coach Prime being uh pro HBCU pro swag. And uh we had college game David Jackson, man. And Coach Prime, um hey, listen, this this it did not disappoint. Um uh, got a chance to experience it. I know Zoe, you were there as well, got a chance to experience it. I know you guys got a chance to watch it on TV. Man, give me your first reaction to just what college in a, in a, in a, in a, in a short short uh, version of it. I know you can go on and on about it, but just kind of give you your first thoughts on uh, college game day coming back and what you got from Jack. Uh, man, look, I, I looked at that video like a hundred times, man. I've I look, I've envisioned myself there already. <laughs> All right. I looked at it like numerous times, man. And the first, the only word that I can give you, man, is goosebumps, man. I mean, it was, it was electric. It was to see, to see all them people there and our people in, in, in unison, you know, and having an opportunity to put Jackson on the map first time in history game, college game day, you know, is presenting a game in Jackson at Jackson state. I mean, can't get no bigger than that, man. And the crowd showed up, as I said earlier. Crowd Absolutely. showed up. 
mean, you can't you can't ask for anything better than that, man. Man, yeah, it man. was uh, I, I have to I have to steal number two's uh, thunder. It was legendary. It was uh, monumental. It was historic. It was emotional. It was um, a coup de gras, man. It was not just for Jackson State, but Jackson. And it was to me, I believe it was a seminal moment to change the tide and the trajectory of HBCU football or the perception of it, because a lot of people are ignorant when it comes to HBCU ball, let alone FCS football. And to see college game day there, to see the pageantry, to see the the amount of people that were there, the love that was being shown. And on top of that, to see the vet in the backdrop, because when you think of FCS football or, or HBCU ball, you think lesser than. Well, when you see that stadium and you see up top of the stadium, home of the JSU Tigers, and then when you watch the game and see that it was right at, you know, right at 54,000 people in there, it's not small-time football. You know, we, we draw better than a lot of Power 5 teams and, um, and over all of the other group of five conferences. And so there's nothing minor about JSU football. And pretty much it was an advertisement that let you know that we've arrived, we're here, and now we're trending upward. And this new pathway to what Coach Prime likes to call this is a new JSU. So buckle your seatbelt, folks. Hop on and get ready to join the ride because college game day was the start of this new galaxy that we're about to take you to. It's a new golden era of JSU football. Yeah, like that. Yeah. I've always said the Boombox Classic is one of just the uh, you know the best kept secrets in, in America and in college football. Uh, not anymore. After today, I mean, after this weekend, this past weekend, everybody saw what we were about. Uh, if I had to put it in one word, I'd just say amazing. Uh, like like, like Shaq said, a lot of people, people called me and told me they had goosebumps. When you talk about goosebumps, a lot of people say this. It's just, it's it, it's surreal. Yeah, people, people describe it as yeah. surreal. And to see it on TV, man, I was, I was proud of uh, the state of Mississippi. I was proud of the city of Jackson. I was proud of Jackson State. I was even proud of Southern, you know, for uh, for showing up and uh, and representing because this was their moment too. This, this was not just our moment; this was Southern's moment as well. And I was Absolutely. glad to, um, you know, I was glad that they were able to share that spotlight with us. And um, you know, even though I'm glad I, I, I wanted to spank, I wanted to spank them during the game, obviously. But you know, <laughs> at, that, at that moment, at that moment, you know, it, it was all love. It was all it was love. All, it, was. it was all about HBCU football, black college football. That's what it was all about at that moment. So we were able to push the rivalry to the side for uh, for that moment, and and just be in unison and, and just just be one, you know, one love, one hill. You know, say, like, as they like to say, yeah. you know that was, that game. It was, it was a life changing experience for me. I've never. Uh, I'm a big, big. I love college football more than any any probably any sport now. Even I think college football has surplanted basketball for me. NBA, it just has because it, it comes with the passion. Y'all know we love our JSU Tigers, but I was just so proud. I was emotional. I was proud. Um, even on the way there, I was watching it because I made it around like 8.30 had already started and to see the crowd and to, to see the reaction. I just didn't want it to look – I wanted it to look the same way it looked when we watch it on, on Saturday. You know what I'm saying? So to right. see that and then to see us out there representing – and uh, we got out there and we got a chance to be a part of it. See Stephen A. Smith, I'm right there, you know, watching him, you know, uh, see ESPN, Pat McAfee with all the energy, um, David Pollock, you know, Desmond Howard, you know, Reese Davis, the, the whole crew. We missed Lee Corso, 
but it was it was just it was it was it was it was everything that you could think of and then some. You know, we 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 deserve it. We um we 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 earned it. And I'll say this, and I'll move on. Uh, it, it solidified to me that Jackson State is the epicenter of college football, right? Thanks. Jackson, Mississippi. That's the it, it's sitting right at the heart of it because Pat McAfee explained it when he was in his he was comical with it, but he said, "Hey, ESPN said, no, we're going to Jackson. We're going to the swag. Who is swag?" He woke up motivated. <laughs> I just <laughs> thought that was that dude. That was hilarious. Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. uh, and then Coach yeah. Prime didn't disappoint. He came in oh, no. with the energy. Uh, man, it was beautiful, man. They told our story. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. It, we can go on and on. We, matter of fact, we can do a whole show on college game day. And you know what? Yeah. You just might do that. But um, I want to say this, though. You mentioned one thing, and then and, – I thought it was pretty awesome that the fans showed up. Despite the weather delay, folks, we had 53,885 total to show up to this game, man. We talk about 54,000 versus Southern. Southern was very well represented, but you know the, the Jack, like like Coach Bruce said, Jack Nation. <laughs> you know, the Tiger Nation <laughs> showed up, man. And listen, hey, I know Shaq, Mike, y'all was watching it. Me and Zoe was in that stadium. Shout out to the DJ. Cause I know we get on the DJ and we get on Richard. We, 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 hey, we we be wanting that 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 we want that um that that atmosphere. Hey man, right. that stadium was rocking. It was yeah. electric. It was electric, man. Fifty three. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it 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 fell through the television too. Um, when looking at the game, you 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 can you can feel the vibe and the atmosphere. Um, you know. From, from from outside looking in. And it was great, man. It was just, you know, you watch um, you know, you watch the Iron Bowl, you watch uh Michigan, Ohio State. It was right there with that, man. It, you, you know, you can see that you see all the people there uh, you know, representing. And but you know, it was us, it was all us, you know. So it, it was great to see that, man. And then college game day. You, you see Desmond how Desmond, he, he was having the time of his life out there. <laughs> I was waiting on Desmond to do that Heisman pose. Man, look, you know how long we have talked behind the scenes of making sure America could witness this rivalry between Southern and Jackson State. I have I have yearned for an opportunity for ESPN or any other major platform to pick up this game because it's a magical game. The pregame activities, the atmosphere is electric. Everything is two teams who can't stand one another. Uh, the games are historically close and very competitive. I mean, it's what college football is all about. If you want to be honest about it, right. and uh, I'm just I'm happy that College Game Day had a chance to really put this on showcase for everybody in the world to see and witness. And now I expect some top name recruits now to really, to really strongly consider Jackson state mainly because of this game and what prime is doing right now, not only for just Jackson state, but for the city of Jackson as well. Yeah. I bet you'll see some prizes in December. Southern might see some too, you know? Yeah. 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 But I'll I'll ask one question for y'all. Okay. Which moment is better? Shiloh hot stepping on the sidelines after the interception, or Robert Kent on the sideline popping his collar in shades. 
Robert Kent. Robert Kent, man. Robert Kent by far. You can't do that. You can't do that, Mike B. No, 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 no. That was that was that was um that was a neutral site, superdome. I mean, it was jumping. And you gotta keep in mind, man, the boom was, you know, the boom was even in a bag that day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And they yeah. yeah, that was that was a moment right there. That was yeah, Superman. Yeah, yeah. I remember that yeah, was yeah. that was the game where we had to. Yeah, that was the game where we had the record of rock the houses played back to back to back to back. Yeah, what was, yeah. What, 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 what was it was like it was like three in a row. It was four. Four times back to back to back to back. Yeah, it was it was like that. But this is what makes that moment special, and we'll close this out. Uh, you know, after this, um. What made it special is because Shiloh is is Deion Sanders, you know, son, man. You know, Deion Sanders prime time. So we already know the lore that comes with that name. But Robert Kent was just Mississippi's own, man. He was the mm-hmm. he was the child. He was the he was the he was the um that dude. He was Superman before that uh the pageantry. He didn't have he ain't coming out of pageantry. You know what I mean? He right. when he got his right. moment, he took it and he kept it and he created that um that you know that that um well what what can we say that 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 alter ego that that, that reputation yeah. after the fact <laughs> and how he played so just seeing getting to know Robert Kent through how he played and then just kind of seeing pop that collar I'll never forget it man that was just yeah, a magical yeah. moment so, yeah him and Tanaka uh, yeah Tanaka counselor but fellas hey man this has been a one for the ages I gotta end on this eight no First time in Jackson State history, man. We're eight and old. History, history, man. We made history. So we're not done yet. Job's not finished. But, you know, real quick, we'll get your last thoughts and we'll close this thing out, man. But eight and old, man. What a, what a time to be a JSU Tiger, right? Damn great day to be a Tiger, man. What a time to be alive is, look, eight and old. And basically, every week that we get a dub, we're creating new history. We're, we're, yep. we're essentially – rewriting the record book with every single game that we play. So it's it's on one and upward. And hey, the goal is to go and oh and if we get into season 13 and oh again it'll be another record for most wins in the season and we will have done something that no other no other team in old in that and we've been playing ball for over a hundred years and no other team has done it. Man, what what can you say man? Magical season so far. Um, man, all I can say is get ready for a ride, gentlemen. And, yep. and if, you, if you're not ready for the ride, so be it. But this thing, this train is moving, and y'all is moving pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Yep, and just, just enjoy the ride. Tiger fans, my advice to you is just enjoy the ride. You hear all the clamoring and the trolling on the internet. Block that noise out. That's just jealous. People just jealous. They hate they hate it because they're not us. They they hate it. They hate it. When we were losing, they hated it they wasn't us. But now we winning and we on top. They really gonna hit it, and they gonna work even harder. So don't let them get you down. Talk about our coach is gonna go here or there. You see people on Twitter. You see people with blue checks by their name trying to take our coach away from us. Like like we deserve less than. Just man, block block all this stuff out, man. Just enjoy the ride. I'm gonna tell you like I told my boy. Anytime you get concerned about Coach Prime leaving, just don't donate yeah. fifty dollars to the school. Put some money in the pot. <laughs> I like that. I like that, Mike B. But look, fellas, <laughs> hey, ain't no with the expectation of going not 
nine and zero this weekend, but we want to go one and zero. The goal is to go to Houston. We got Texas Southern, and we got that great matchup between number two Shador Sanders and number one Andrew Body. It's going to be a great game, uh, great event uh, for the city of Houston. I know uh, Tiger Nation is going to roll in that thing deep, and we're looking to come out with a W, fellas. This has been an absolute treat. You know, we got Mike B on the show tonight. We got the big Aristotle on the show. And, of course, we got Zoe DeLorean, man. Y'all know who I am. I'm Ken Clark. And it's Tiger Talk the 1400 Club. We beat Southern. We shut them out 35-0. Just want to make sure y'all remind y'all of that. But, uh, anywho, man, we're going to go ahead and close this. We appreciate you guys for tuning in to Tiger Talk the 1400 Club. If you're not already, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube page. Uh, like, share, subscribe. We don't Spotify, we on Apple Music, we on Anchor, we on every podcast outlet in the nation, you know, coming to you, giving you that great JSU content. And as always, the I love, go Tigers, baby. The I love, go Tigers. The I love, baby. The I love, go Tigers. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.